Hi, friends, and welcome back to our podcast, Healing the Broken Marriage. We are your hosts. I'm Alicia. And I'm Ryan. And welcome back, you guys. We're so happy that you guys are joining us. Um, If you haven't already, make sure you head over to our website, makingbeautywiththeashes.com. Lots of fun stuff there. You can find out about us and past episodes, how you can partner with us, and just some other fun things. So as we head into today's episode, we really, I wanted to do this podcast basically off of something super profound that Brian said (laughs) during our prayer meeting. And I thought that is such a good statement. And I really wanted to just kind of frame a podcast around that. And so basically the gist of this podcast is going to be about how bad things in our life can actually be turned around and worked out for our good. And so Brian, why don't you kind of like take us into this profound statement that you made the other day? I don't know if it was profound. It was, it was very good. No, I just, I was just driving thinking, you know, it's like, I was just driving and I don't know. I guess you could say I spent time with God in my thoughts. I wasn't really praying. I was just thinking about things and life in general. You know, we've we've been through some tough times this year, you know, as well. It's just it's, it seems like everyone around us, whether they're spirit filled or they're just not spirit filled, they're either in church or they're out of church. It seems like across the board, it's just people has had a tough year, right? And I mean, you see it on the news, the economy is not the best. Um, our government's just an absolute train wreck right now, seems <laughs> like. And, you know, it's just, uh, it's just a lot going in our, on in our world right now. A lot of uncertainties with, uh, with all that. But I was just thinking about, you know, cause I mean, we've, we, we ourselves have felt like we've been in a valley this year and, you know, there's, there's different angles when I think about it is why are we in the valley? And one thing I didn't even share with you, I was actually shared with a, a Joe, a guy we go to church with. Mm-hmm. I shared with him because, you know, he said some things he's been going through and I, and I was, you know, I spoke about the valley a little bit and just to get in depth on that was, you know, sometimes going through the valley, we don't, we don't know why we're there while we're there a lot of times when we come out of that valley we look back and we realize we grew the most and we actually gain from that and you know you could even say that grass is greener in the valley Mm -hmm. and when you start thinking about it from a natural standpoint and like i said like being having cattle and being having a farm. It's like, I go back and I think, that's so I think where God really allows me to understand things is when he relates to things on the farm. He speaks your language. He does. <laughs> and I think he does that to everybody. If they listen, there's things yeah. that you're involved in in life. He can, he can use to help you understand his word and um, what he's trying to teach you better. But, you know, something we do that, once I got to think about that as the grass is greener in the valley and sometimes we grow the most when we're in the valley because we're allowing God to do what he wants to do 
and us because I'm guilty of it too. If I'm on the mountaintop, just it seems like it with a lot of people. You just you get self reliant. You're like, okay, things are going good, and you know everything's good. But then when you're in a valley, you start feeling like you're you pull a little closer to God. Um, I know for myself, saying, where is God? Yeah, or, or you start asking where He is, <laughs> but He's right there. And you know, if, if you're spirit filled and you seem to want to draw closer to Him at that point, because you're going through the through the, usually a hard time in the valley. But thinking back to our fields, like we got, you know, on our place, we have rolling hills in our fields. We got valleys. We got not mountain tops, but ridge tops, I guess you could say. And when we spread fertilizer, we have never, ever spread fertilizer in the valleys. And we never, ever will. And there's a reason for that. It's because we can fertilize the tops of the hills. And the valleys will still, in the end, become the greenest. And it's because when the rains come, the fertilizer that's on top will eventually wash itself to the bottom. Not only will the tops be fertilized and green, but... They will never usually be as green as the valleys because more fertilizer gets washed down there and it causes the grass to grow. So, you know, sometimes in the spiritual, sometimes and going back to the spiritual side of things, sometimes our valleys is where the grass will grow the most or what relating to the grass, what our spiritual life will grow the most in God. And, uh, you know, and then I was talking to a gentleman at church, Joe, and, I was telling you, you know, sometimes God, I think, hides us in the valleys, mm-hmm. you know, for a reason. And just like I told him, I said, you know, there's we got herd on one side of the road and herd on our side of the road of cattle. And because of the hills and valleys, sometimes I'll see them feeding together and I'll count them. I'll start counting and counting and counting and counting. And I'll, if I'm one or two short, sometimes I'll wonder where that cow is. And it never, ever fails. If I go out there on the side by side or I walk out in the field looking, normally I will find them in the valley where I can't see them. And I think, you know, it's, I think God hides us in the valley sometimes. He has us go through the valleys because he's not only wanting us to grow, but he's hiding us for a reason from the enemy, you know, at that point in time. So. And then even one thing that you've mentioned to me about is, in those valleys when there's like a windstorm or something it's like the wind blows over top Mm -hmm. of that so a lot of times the cattle will go down in that area and i do that i do that you know there a month ago we had like you know living where we're at we don't have real bad winters but you know we we do get in the 20s and teens through the winter and um but we had a really bad week about a month ago and, uh, you know, I deliberately did that and I took one herd that was on one side of the road that didn't have a lot of trees because one of our herds were able to get them into a thick cedar thicket and hide them out of the wind and the elements across the road. We don't have that option. So we have a really super low valley and I took those down there. I took their feed down there for them. I took what they needed down there for them. I took bedding down there. I actually, the ice and the snow came. It went from being like 30 degrees to being like negative 20 degrees. And I rode hay out for them to be able to lay down there. And I took feed down there for them. 
but I did that for a reason. I put them down there so they wouldn't have the brunt of the storm and they wouldn't feel it. And it was like, I got off my, my loader when I was down there rolling out hay and I got off and it's like, there was no wind, but you got on top. There was like 35 mile an hour winds and it was like in the teens. So it was brutal. It was very brutal, but just like God hides us in the valley. Sometimes I did the same to the cattle to keep you them out of the storm down there even yes to keep the them from perishing because you know it, it was that cold it's like if they was up on the top of the hills it would have been hard on them so you know it's god does the same for us sometimes we don't understand it you know right. um but yeah. he has a reason you're like so many times you can be like why am i in this valley and like you were saying Sometimes it's for our good. It's to hide us from something. And it might feel like, you know, God's being mean or he's punishing us or whatever, whatever it is that you're feeling. Because, you know, valleys are usually referred to, you think of the mountaintops and the valleys. And usually the valleys are like the low parts of your life. Mm -hmm. And I love how you were talking about just the, the, the analogy with the cattle because God talks to you a lot in nature and he talks to you a lot through our livestock. Mm -hmm. And it's and just like you said, the reason that he communicates to you in that way is because he knows you'll get it. Right. And he wants you to understand what he's saying. Right. So he's not going to talk. Like for me, a lot of analogies that I make on the podcast is like, health related or medical medically related and that's because my brain goes there a lot at times because i was a you know i used to be a nurse and so i can relate to god sometimes in that way and sometimes he'll speak to me in those terms but i love how you're referring to um just that like i didn't even know how you were saying that you didn't even put seed or fertilizer in the valleys because if you think about it, a valley would be what? Kind of like a circular thing? Can be, yeah. And so it's actually getting more <laughs> nutrients mm -hmm. because it's coming down from all sides. It is. The rain is bringing it down from all sides. And so I feel like in my own life, in those low places, that's where I've, I've had the most growth. Mm-hmm. Or that's when I've grown my relationship with God the most. And one thing that I think about is because this scripture is used a lot. It's Romans 8, 28. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. And so it says all things, which means the good and the bad. Right means the pleasant and the unpleasant means everything. Yeah. And that includes every person. Right. And so the promise that God works things together for good does not mean all things are good. Mm -hmm. And some things and events are just bad, but he is able to work them together for good because he sees the big picture. He has the master plan. And so in our own lives, you know, we've had many, many seasons 
where it just it felt like for years we were in the valley. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. <laughs> agree with that? It felt like we lived in the valley for a long, long time. But what you didn't realize, what I didn't realize is what you were saying is that though we felt like we were in that low spot, God was actually nourishing us. Right. Like we weren't in on the mountaintop, right. but he was using those mountaintops mm-hmm. to grow us by the rain. Right. I just think that's crazy. Yeah. But it, so when you're thinking about, I was just kind of thinking about the life of Joseph in the Bible. Like majority of people have heard that story of Joseph. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he had a super, like if you ever want to read or anything about family dysfunction, this is a story for you. You know, his brothers kidnapped him, sold him into slavery. So there was kidnapping, slavery, false accusations, wrong imprisonment, rejection, famine. I mean, all of that stuff. (laughs) He was in, I would say, a valley season for a while. Wouldn't you think, wouldn't you say so too? Yeah. But... In the end, God brought things to a wonderful conclusion. But I bet you anything when Joseph was in that prison, he was wrongly accused. Mm-hmm. He was in prison. Do you seriously think he was thinking like, God, <laughs> what's going on here? You know, but God had a master plan in place. Like we were saying, he sees the the end from the beginning. And I like to say it that way. The end from the beginning. Right. Because God sees the whole thing. He sees the completed version of ourselves. And I think he works backwards from that. He doesn't see us as we are right now. Like maybe you're walking through a really hard place and you're in a really hard season. Maybe you're in the valley like we're talking about. But God sees you already at the finish line and how you've already come out of that valley and how he's then turned things around and made them work for your good. And now you're on the mountaintop. That's where he sees you. But he still has empathy and compassion for us at while we're in the valley. But I mean, think about that. God blessed Joseph's entire family through all of his painful circumstances. So in Romans 8, God trumps everything that comes against him and those that belong to him. And that's you and me. So if you're in a low season right now, you're in a hard situation. And I remember, you know, years and years ago thinking, I don't even know how this is going to turn around or if it's going to turn around. Or if God can make it turn around. So many thoughts were going through my head. And when you try to figure it out on your own. Or you try to create the scenario. Of how it's going to work out. It can make you go nuts. And majority of the time. That thing doesn't. That's not what even happens. (laughs) Like I had created some scenarios in my mind. Okay well this is what's going to happen. And then this and this. And none of those happened. But God actually turned things around and he did something beautiful and made it better than I could have imagined. It was, and it was totally out of my hands and that's how he does things. 
totally out of your hands. And so I really hope that you guys are encouraged by this because like you were saying, Brian, when you're in the valley, look at it as an opportunity to grow. It's all a choice. What got you in the valley may not have been your choice. Mm -hmm. And you may not be able to change that. Right. But you can change if you grow or if you don't while you're in that hard season. Mm -hmm. And so if you want to change, you can change. If you want to grow, you grow. We hope you guys choose. I'm going to grow even in the midst Mm -hmm of hard seasons. And so we just really want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please like, share, rate, review, check out our website, makingbeautywiththeashes.com. And until next time, we bless bless you. you.